Could Jameer Gibbs be selected ahead of Bijan Robinson? More bold predictions next on the Locked On Dynasty Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON, all in caps, in the game. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. Check her out on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Kate, it is draft day. How are you doing? Oh, I am on a high, baby. I am so excited. It's the best day of the year. I know you know that, Marcus. Tell everybody about the morning you've had because it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's been, been a good one, right? Yeah, it's ten o'clock Eastern time in the morning. Uh, and I've already, I think I'm on my fifth cup of coffee. I've been up since five thirty, watching players, watch the draft film, look, you know, tweaking the board a little bit, looking at all the rumors, and fired up. It's the best day of the year. And correct me if I'm wrong. You've already watched draft day. I, I watched correct? draft day. It was it was. It was as good as ever. Like, Got a little teary-eyed a couple times in the movie. <laughs> Got the little chills up the spine. It was, I love the draft, Kate. This is so much fun. It's so much fun, and it's so impactful for your dynasty fantasy football teams. This is our, our moment. All of the speculation uh, will finally have landing spots for these players, which is so huge to having an understanding of yep where they fit in to your long-term dynasty plans. And Marcus, I have a feeling that this is going to be a very unpredictable draft. uh, And I I think things are going to get a little crazy. So I want to talk about some bold predictions that we think could have some potential impact on our dynasty rosters. We're going to be bold. Like we're not just, Oh, we think this guy might end up here and there. It's, it's time to be bold. Kate, can I, I want to start off with a hot one. Are you ready? Don't bury the lead. I want, I need to hear about Jameer Gibbs, my friend. Yeah. That's the one, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how likely it is to happen, but I'm going with it. I think there's a chance that Jameer Gibbs is the first running back drafted tonight. And here's my reasoning. I think the teams in the teens, the teams in the teens, like New England, have always really valued that guy that can make plays into the backfield. And if you're looking like at the Patriots specifically, they've got Ramondre Stevenson, who's kind of the hammer. What they've been missing the last couple of years is that speed guy that can make people miss in the passing game, that can be the outlet receiver, basically the new and improved James White. I think Gibbs, especially with that Alabama-New England connection, makes a lot of sense in round one. Is there any concern, though, it, just you know, with the, the fact that like we know Jameer Gibbs uh, on the smaller side, um, he's not going to be a guy that you're going you're gonna to plan to give 300 carries a season uh, to wear him out on his rookie deal. Any concern that the size is going to make him drop? Because I, I – I get the flash, right? But I mean, Bijan Robinson, it, it, you know, he's not the speed guy, but again, he makes up for literally everything else yes. in 
the way that he moves. He he moves like a guy that is the size of Jameer Gibbs, but he's a much he does. bigger guy. So, like, I don't understand the upside of drafting Jameer Gibbs ahead of B. John Robinson. Are there any other teams outside of the New England Patriots that you think would be bold enough to make this move? Yeah, I, I think the Washington Commanders make a lot of sense at 16 as well. Like, you've got a young quarterback. You've got Brian Robinson, uh, another former Alabama running back, who, again, is that hammer. But what you're looking for is somebody who can be dynamic as a pass catcher. And J.D. McKissick is get o- getting older. I'm not even sure if he's on the roster anymore. It's clear that Antonio Gibson isn't that guy. So maybe you add Gibbs, you pair him with Brian Robinson, and your offense just got a lot more ex- explosive. Okay, the thing I keep coming back to is, we know the NFL loves speed. We saw Tyquan Thornton go, what, 48th to the Patriots last year. We saw somebody like Wandale Robinson go really high last year. Speed gets drafted about 15 to 20 spots higher than you think. And while Bijan is the better player, if Gibbs can give you that little extra juice in your offense, I wouldn't be shocked if maybe Gibbs doesn't get drafted higher than Robinson. But if they're not really close in where they get drafted, where, you know, Bijan goes 18 and we see Gibbs go 22. I, I think that's fair. I do want to, like, give Ramondre Stevenson his flowers a little bit because I do think he's generally underrated as a, you know, a, a pass catching running back. Um, ran the 10th most routes in the NFL last season. Um ranked seventh in receiving yards among running backs. Like he was very involved as a uh, receiving running back third in, in targets among all running backs like that. They used him in that way and he was the hammer, but I, I get it. Like you're going to get a lot more juice out of Jameer Gibbs. My bold prediction, Marcus, completely opposite of you. There is going to be one running back drafted in this year's draft, and it's going to be Bijan Robinson. And you know in the what? First round, in the first round. In the first, right? yeah, sorry, first round, first round. That'd be, that, um, that's a bold prediction, Kate. It is a bold prediction. And you know what? Over on our official sports book sponsor, you can I, I actually get. More, I meant more. Only one running back was going to be drafted. Oh, sorry, yeah, just ahead. only <laughs> one in the entire. No, but it is a bold prediction to say we're only going to get one running back in the first round at this point. Like, uh, the, the odds are heavily in favor of, of you know, uh, two running backs being drafted in this year's draft. And I just, I, I don't get it. Over under uh, is set at one and a half. So like they're on target. We know that these are like the two guys that we'd peg as first round picks. Uh, but the over, meaning two or more running backs sitting at minus 320. That means you would have to wager $320 in order to win a hundred dollars profit, like betters are smashing the over. And I just think it's really interesting, really interesting, especially considering the fact that like, we're, we're, you know, still te- like testing the temperature here on Bijan Robinson. Like there are a lot of people that are wondering, okay, how, like he's a generational prospect, but you know, the way we value running backs right mm-hmm. now and the way they're utilized, like how high is too high. And, it still feels like the temperature for even a guy like Bijan is lukewarm, not as hot as it should be for a guy that can probably transform your offense. Jameer Gibbs, I again, love super flashy, fun to watch, so explosive, but do I think he has the same 
franchise changing potential that Bijan Robinson has. No. And I do think mm. that it, I have my, my concerns that maybe this is us getting a little bit hyped, a little bit juiced for the talent and odds for one running back to go in the first round uh, or fewer for that matter, plus two ten. Like, that's shout some out nice. To Fandle. Yep. That shout out to Fandle. Uh, like this is, that's a nice potential profit for like you know a, a a point in time where we're undervaluing the running backs in general. There's only been one draft uh, since in the last four years where we've seen two running backs go in the first round, and I don't really see that changing tonight. Najee and Travis Etienne back in 2021, I believe, right? And you know what? I still think, based on the impact those players have had, they're no, they're no Bijan. But I still think, if you're looking at that draft as the example, there are plenty of, of uh, fans, plenty of analysts that would say, maybe for the impact, uh, they could have drafted elsewhere and gotten a running back in the second round. Mm. Both of those teams. Wouldn't be surprised to see Gibbs fall out of the top first round, but he, I don't see any way he's there by pick 40. Like he's going to go really high. It's just, does a team like new England who has been talking about adding running backs decide to grab him there? We shall see. Let's, uh, let's uh, do some more bold predictions. They're only going to get hotter. The, the, the further we go uh, next, this episode is brought to you by ultimate football GM You've heard us talk about this mobile game before. And if you ever thought you'd make a good GM, you've got to give this game a try. It's not quite as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons, trying to lead your team to glory by building an historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're going to be responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including player salaries and terms. Plus, you're going to have free agency, the draft. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be locker room problems that pop up. All the issues that pop up during the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging but realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to and when you want to. Locked on Dynasty listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using the promo code Locked On, all in caps, in the game store. That is Locked On, all in caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download, download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store. So that is ultimate-gm.com, ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. Join Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, and other Locked On NFL local experts on the Locked On NFL Scouting YouTube page for live NFL draft coverage presented by Ultimate Football GM. Kyle and Joe will be going live on the, the first, second, third rounds of the draft. Then on Saturday, they're going to get you caught up at the end of each round. Join the draft dudes for the first round tonight live on YouTube on the Locked On NFL Scouting page at 7.30 Eastern time. All right, Kate, what is your next bold uh, prediction. I can't tell if it's bold at this point, Marcus, because the the sentiment for this team has been literally all over the place, but I don't think the Houston Texans take a running back, and I think they enter this season as with Davis Mills as their starter. I could see it, right? And I, it seems like the, the thinking right now for Houston is that let's grab 
a culture setting defensive player at number two. And if a quarterback falls to us at 12 that we like, we'll draft him. But I could see them being like, you know what, let's take Willie Anderson and then let's take name a name, Jackson Smith, Jigba at 12. Yep. Right. And, you know, we're going to kind of punt on quarterback for another year. I think it's worth mentioning. D'Amico Ryan's got a six year deal for Houston. Like, he knows that this he's playing the long game here. So if he doesn't love any of these quarterbacks, I could 100% see it. In between, you know, like the the prospects that are on the line, I know every year, next year is going to be better. Next year is yeah. going to be better. But between Caleb Williams, Drake, May, like there's so many, uh, I, I think, playmakers that, you know, it, even if we're, we're saying they'd all come out here in this 2023 class, we'd have these guys ahead yep. of – you know, who were considering the top tier, um, you know, Bryce Young with the size concerns, CJ Stroud with the S2 testing mm-hmm. concerns. Like there's, there are a lot, it feels like there's no prospect without a concern in this draft. And I feel like the quarterbacks next year don't necessarily have that problem, at least for now. No. So hashtag tank for your quarterback next year, hopefully your tanking process goes a little bit better than it did in 2020. Yep. I could see it. Um, All right. My next one, the first tight end off the board in the 2023 NFL draft is Luke Musgrave from Oregon state. Now, no, this isn't, no, listen, here's the thing. I'm just not pulling this one out of thin air. There is a lot of teams, especially at the back end of the first round that Luke Musgrave. And here's the reasoning behind it. If you're not sold on Dalton Kincaid being a 24-year-old with back issues who came in at 227 pounds at his pro day. <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't I didn't say that, did I? Awesome. Um, and then you have Michael Mayer who ran a 4.7 at 249 pounds. I could see why you maybe would be a little bit shaken by this uh, – or shook by this tight end class. However, Luke Musgrave, 6'6", 253 Run a four six one forty yard dash with outstanding jumps. Like if you want to try to get the next Jimmy Graham or to that type of tight end, I could see how Musgrave at the end of the round or end of round one could make some sense. I I, I feel like this is a pick that I would hate. I would a, it would be a pick that I would judge. It would be a pick that I would live tweet um, and and make fun of. But again, like. We always, you know, try to give too much credit to some of these NFL teams for drafting intelligently. Like you shouldn't be worried about Michael Mayer's 40 time. Um, you know, you, you shouldn't be be concerned about Dalton Kincaid as not being the tight end one who well, is my pick, by the way, to be drafted as the first tight end. But Luke Musgrave, he's a shiny object, right? Yes, yes. And there are some NFL GMs that like, shiny objects, much like Jerry Jones, who uh, I see in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, I I believe, got Luke Musgrave. Is that correct? Yes. I don't necessarily agree with the pick, but can I explain the reasoning from at least the Dallas side of things? Because I know there are other teams around Dallas that have a very similar thought process. The Cowboys have, I think, one of the best tight end coaches in the league, London Wells, and he's fantastic at developing guys and getting them to be functional players. You look at somebody like Michael Mayer, he's already kind of maxed out like in terms of the technical parts of his game. Like he's pro ready. Like that's that's his calling card. I don't know if that's 
all that appealing to a coach like that because he wants somebody with some traits that he can really develop. And if he can get the finer parts of his game to work out, you're getting a superstar tight end. And then with Dalton K, the injuries with the frame, he's, he's a, he's a sub six, four, 245 pound tight end. If Musgrave hits, you are getting a true difference maker. And I think teams like Dallas and Cincinnati, uh, maybe even the saints that are looking for like down the field tight ends. I think Musgrave, it's probably the best in the class at that, uh, that part of the game. I think that's fair in terms of like, you know, a developmental tight end though. Like, you know, if we're, we're being enticed by some of the athleticism, we know Darnell Washington already developed as a blocker so he can get on the field right away. If, if you're trusting your coaching staff, uh, you know, and, and looking for their ability to develop a guy I'd rather take a, a shot of Darnell Washington who already has like, uh, you know, that one, that one core element of his blocking game and it has some room to develop as a route runner, as a pass catcher. Like that's the route I'd prefer to go. But again, flashy objects, flashy can, objects. Can I, I'm going to tell you a stat of Luke Musgrave that you're not going to like, uh, do you know how many career touchdowns Musgrave had? I do not. Two. It's not do, you know how, do you know how many career broken tackles he had, according to PFF? I'm going to guess. Two. Two. Yeah. Oh, do you know how many career drops he had? Nine. So. Oh, God. Yeah. So as many, uh, he, he's got more than double the amount of drops than he has touchdowns and broken tackles. tackles combined. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. That's not but, great. I feel like but, you should text your your sources um, some of those stats just to see what happens. Uh, yeah, they didn't reply back. They said lose my number. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's do more more bold predictions next. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. I built, you've absolutely got to try this. Built Bars are healthy. They taste amazing. I, I can't even begin to tell you how awesome these Built Bars are. I have literally one every single day. What makes Built so good? Well, for starters, covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real dark chocolate. And they come in so many unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it because, I, again, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. Best part is, now you don't even have to wait to get a box. Of course, you can go to Built.com, order as many boxes there as you want to. But if you live close to a Walmart, walk into the pharmacy section, pick up a four-bar box of the cookies and cream, the double chocolate, or the coconut puff. Or if you're like me and you live near a Sam's Club, you can run in. You can grab one of the 13-bar boxes with some of the hit flavors, including brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank us later. Check out Built.com for the full selection of Built Bars. All right, Kate, we've got one more bold prediction here. Uh, I want to hear. What, what's the hottest bold prediction that you have? Uh, I think at some point during uh, this 2023 NFL draft, the Bengals get their new franchise running back. Mm. And bold prediction is that they will trade for Derrick Henry. He will no longer be a Tennessee Titan. This is his final time to shine. This uh might be the last time they have a rookie or a quarterback on a rookie contract for some time. 
Derrick Henry will cost you $10 million this year. His cap hit significantly decreases from here on out. This is the time to invest in the running back position. I think Derrick Henry has a lot more to offer than Joe Mixon, especially uh, with some of the off-the-field concerns that Joe Mixon has had. I think uh, the, the signs have pointed to them moving on. I don't think it's going to cost them all that much to, to trade to acquire Derrick Henry. Um, I, I think their, you know, their late second-round pick would probably be close to enough um, and I think at this point, like this is going to be the last time they had the financial flexibility to do it, go all in. You got Orlando Brown, you got some protection for your quarterback. You mm-hmm. got, uh, you know, the receivers on lock for now, make the run and get your new franchise court or franchise running back. And let's win Derrick Henry a Super Bowl. I could see it. I could also see Dalvin cook getting traded into the draft. That seems very likely as well. I kind of would like to see the Cook brothers in Buffalo together. I think that would be a lot of fun. I also think Dalvin Cook makes a lot of sense with the Bengals as well. So if they can't pull off a Derrick Henry trade, um, maybe that's something that does happen. But I think the Henry one makes a lot of sense for a couple of different reasons. As of this morning, we're starting to hear rumblings that the Titans would like to move up in this draft to select C.J. Stroud at number three. There's an obvious Ohio State connection. In so many reasons, that makes sense. But if you draft C.J. Stroud, it's pretty clear that you're not going to try to win this year. It's more about a long-term pick. It probably does make sense for the Titans to move off Derrick Henry, get any asset you can, and start to work the contracts. So in 2024, 25, 26, that's when you can make a run with C.J. Stroud. So I think this is a fantastic call. Thank you. I I think that uh, this feels like kind of like the last moment, too, where – you're probably going to be able to get a decent return for Derrick Henry uh, just based on the fact that like we've already seen him be a bit banged up. He's got a lot of touches on the, on the tires. Um, This is, this is their shot to win. And I'd say Derrick Henry would probably make not Super Bowl favorites because you can never compete with the chiefs, but uh, I'd say Super Bowl favorite runner runners ups. Is that yeah? I, I think that would put them clearly ahead of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, my bold prediction was going to be Dalvin Cook to Philadelphia. I don't think the Eagles draft a running back in the first two rounds, but I think they trade a late round pick for Dalvin Cook and really try to get things going uh, again in the running game this year with a you know somebody who has some speed and they they have Rashad Penny, they have Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell, but. Dalvin Cook just gives them a little bit more juice in the run game. Kate, that is it for today's show. We're going to be back tomorrow to give all of our first round reactions. Can't wait to talk about Gibbs going to New England, Luke Musgrave going to Dallas. It should be a lot of, well, hopefully that doesn't happen. should be a lot of fun regardless. Uh, We want to thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen every day. Every day. So, yeah, tomorrow we'll be back breaking it all down. So make sure you tune in for that. Follow Kate on Twitter. At Kate Magic, I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy the draft. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow.